Good morning, good morning, everyone. And welcome to another edition of Sports with BI. Thank you for all my listeners and listening to me. And you can check me out every Thursday morning for my European listeners, my overseas listeners, every Thursday morning from 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. on the Block 105 Radio. You can check me out again from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Block 105 Radio. Two slots on the Block 105 Radio. One for my UK time. At 2 o'clock a.m. or maybe y'all listening. If y'all listening that late, I appreciate y'all over here on, on, on the United States side. If not, you can check me out from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Block 105 Radio. Get your lattes ready. Get your turbo shots ready. Get whatever it takes you to get up and listen to the best sports content, the real sports content on the Block 105 Radio. Sports will be our podcast. Check out the website presented by the website. Sportswithbi.com in the Block 105 Radio. Shout out to Linneo losing another option. My man, Best Sharino, we out there, you know, doing what we're doing. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the show. I'd like to thank my analytics numbers jumping up out the ceiling. Thanks for my, all my UK listeners out there overseas. Thank y'all for listening to me. I hope I'm providing all the sports content I can for you guys over there. My, my women, my, my women, my lady listeners, and my female listeners and my male listeners, thank y'all for listening to me. Especially the females. Thank y'all for listening to me. Sports content. The real sports content. You know what I'm saying? On the Block 105 Radio, Sports Will Be Our Podcast. You already know. You can always check me out on the audio versions as well. Spotify, Anchor, and of course, Apple Podcasts. And you can check out the visuals on YouTube. Facebook, and of course, Instagram Live. B.I. Wells on Facebook, Brett Wells on Facebook, and of course, Sports with B.I. on Instagram. Check me out. Check out all the content. We got some new things going on in February. We, we got some treats coming on. We're not going to tell you what the treats is. Y'all going to have to see it to believe it. We're going to be outside again, and that's all y'all need to know. Like I said, today's date is Thursday, February 10th, 2022. And rest in peace to... All my family members that passed, you know what I'm saying? My grandma, boy, all my aunts and my uncles that passed, you know what I'm saying? We're going to with the laundry list down because it's long. My cousin, Robbie, my aunts, my uncles, all my family members that passed. Rest in peace, G-Money, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Sharik, Denise, Shanae, Tony, Tracy, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, it's a long laundry list. We're going to go through all of those people, but you know where I'm coming from with that. Love is love, and we always got to show respect to the deceased before we start the show. You already know that's how we do. And special rest in peace. Of course, a big pun. 22 years since passing this week. And we're going to start the show off with a little big pun. You know what I'm saying? And I think I appreciate all my listeners over there in the UK and over here in the US. And this is how we roll. You know what I'm saying? Off that Endangered Species, Al- Endangered Species album. This is how we roll. You know, big pun. This is what it is. Big pun. It's big pun Thursdays, man. On Sports with our podcast. Here we go. Shake them dice. You know I'm well known like Al Capone, fully blown like Tom Montana in a zone, sitting on chrome stone, sipping on champagne, rolling ganja up in Bible paper. See how high the lie can take us through the eyes of Christ, John the Isaac Jacob. 
Green, I hustle the dream, busting out the custard dream, pipe or custard pipe up with the mustard seam, clustered green, four knots and hard, you're a medallion, you see my battalion, prop the broad. I got the squad overqualified, pulling over clock and nine, range over tilted, three broken hydraulic slide, sparking lag in the clouds and repping my housing like the voodoo and shouting. Rest in peace, big pun, you already know, here we go, y'all, let's go. That's how we roll, man, the best, sports with B.I., you already know, let's go. I keep my desert eagle cocked back and my tuxedo with... Let's bring it back. Sports with B.I., you already know, we in the building, baby. Check me out, let's go. Got a big show, Super Bowl Sunday, you know come I'm up, well go. It's so expensive, my whole family's religion. And pulls their pistols soon as I whistle. I'm trying to triple a million and split it three ways. Joe the guard for the clips of myself. That'll be the day. I need a way to get it already. Got the ambition. Start the ignition. Watch for the knocks in the mock expedition. I'm on a mission which requires a higher position. Desire and vision keeps the fire inside of me glistening. I'm infinite like math, so I'm gonna last. But you wanna laugh all day. Bullshit and sitting on your ass. I'm all about cash and the power. A stash with the powder that lasts like hitting ass for an hour. Let's get it locked. I wanna watch with baguetted rocks so I can clock holes with the glow that never stops. Forget the cops, we got deserts and glocks too ready to rock. Whoever trying to stop a cheddar from stocking forever. Let's go, y'all. What's the beyond, man? Big up, listen to the show. Let's go. R.I.P. Big Pun, let's do it. And the best MCs in New York, baby. Something I 
twins. Alright, shout out, Town View. Castle Hill. Can't forget Bronx River. Little Vales. Huh. Forest Projects. Eden Wall. Bronxdale. The Bronx, baby, shout out the PJs. That's where we from. Alright, shout out the Big Pun, baby. We know it's supposed to be out. Let's do it. That's what we're doing, man. Think I've listened to another show. Sports with B.I. in the building. All due respect to Big Pun. One of the best that ever did it out of New York. You know what I'm saying? Gotta respect that man. Terror Squad, Fat Joe, Remy Ma, Noriega. You know what I'm saying? You already know how it go. That's respect due before we start the show. We always gotta respect the New York. You know what I'm saying? The New York connection. That's what we do on Sports with B.I. We give out love and we show respect and give flowers out to people who are alive and people who's not here. That's what we do. But how y'all doing this morning? I appreciate y'all for listening to the show. We got a lot on the plate today. We got a lot to talk about. We got the Super Bowl talking about Joe Burrow versus Hobb, the Rams, and Matthew Stafford. What's going to go down with that? We got a lot of things going on. We got the NBA deadline, trades, Knicks playing himself, knocking Halliburton, man. What's going on with that, man? It's a lot going on out here, man. Knicks is on a losing streak. Julius Randle should got traded today. He didn't. We dropped the ball. I don't know what's going on out here, but um, I'm upset. And um, the NBA's greatest coaches list just came out. 75th year, Popovich and Spolster is on that list, and there's a lot of other coaches is on that list. You know what I'm saying? Just came out right now that I'm speaking to y'all, so we're going to talk about that. But um, let's talk about some let's, – let's, let's go with the news and notes of the sports world. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about top weekly headlines, and the top weekly headlines is a little bit, you know, controversial, as we would say, in this world of ours. But we have to talk about it. And I have to make sure my listeners hear this. And we're going to get right to it. The NFL Commissioner Roger Cadell, he said the results of the NFL coaching diversity efforts are unacceptable. So basically, you already know the Brian Flores situation. He has a class, you know, he has a class suit, class civil suit on NFL. The Giants, the Denver Broncos, and the Miami Dolphins. Y'all already know allegations of Brian Flores. Black coach trying to, trying to make it. Got fired from Miami after two good years. Y'all know the story. And Roger Cadell said that the efforts of the NFL is weak. And, but the whole thing about it is Roger Cadell can say whatever he wants to say. But the bottom line is when it comes down to it, is there ever going to be any change? Is there going to be any diversity in the NFL? The people are still going to watch the sport. It's the most gross sport in, in in the Northeast. You know what I'm saying? So, of the world. So, where do we stand with this whole situation and keep crying about something that's not going to be taken care of right away because they're not going to lose ratings by head coaches not – uh, men of color not being hired as head coaches. That's just the bottom line. And that's what we're trying to get to is the bottom line of this. We're not going to sugarcoat this. We're not going to blame people. We're not going to get into all why, this, that, and the third. This is what it is, and this has been going on for years, and it's, that's how it is. It's a chain of command, 
And some people get sick of chain of commands. And when you're in that type of business and you making and people making billions of dollars and you making millions of dollars, sometimes you tolerate what it does. You know what I mean? Because that's the type of you know what I'm saying situations that you provide yourself to be in. So um, if you're making millions of dollars and you know you might be just working so you can make that money. You know what I'm saying? And then that's okay. But then when it comes to diversity and how people look at things and how things are supposed to be changing and people of color are doing what they're supposed to do and they're not getting the accolades they're supposed to get, this is where things start getting a little bit more spooky out there. And it's going to stay spooky because unless you have a black owner that's going to hire nothing but black people, as a lot of analysts, you know, a lot of people said in the sports world, and I, I kind of agree with it to, I, I agree with it to a, a wholehearted understanding, you know, without breaking it down and, you know, talking, talking my listeners head off, talking my listeners heads off right now, you know what I mean? But the bottom line is, is there going to ever be a black owner? Just, there's a lot of owners that have partnership groups and the partnership groups are Caucasian and who knows how many black folks are in the partnership groups that own the NFL team? Because that's the only way you're going to get blacks in the NFL team is partnership groups, and they have to be voted in by the owners of the other 32 teams. If there's 31, if there's 32 teams in the NFL and it's opening for ownership group in one team, what do you expect? You know what I'm saying? You're the you're the last team on the base on 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 the, on the, on the dance floor, and you have ownership group. But the NFL owners have to vote in the ownership group to even buy the team. You understand that all the NFL owners are Caucasian, so are they going to actually let a black man into that buddy buddy club? I don't think it's going to ever happen. So we cry all about it all you want. You know what I mean? There's still going to be seventy percent African Americans playing NFL football, and that's what it's going to be, and this is what it is. And, you know, they have a couple of boycotts going on, you know, black activist groups getting into it right about now as we speak. They're getting to it. They're not having it. They're not being quiet, and let's see if that's going to be effective moving forward with this situation. You know what I'm saying? The Texans hired Lovey Smith as the next as the next head coach. He was a defensive coordinator for the Houston Texans, but it seems like all black, all men of color that get these coaching jobs are going to hell because the jobs that they taking over it's shit jobs with shit teams. I mean, not to be no disrespect, I'm a Giants fan, and you know Giants sucked this year. I'm a Green Bay fan. They made it, but they choked. And the Houston Texans are way behind schedule. Um, they're not a good team. They don't have a Sean Watson's going to leave. It's over for the Houston Texans. Right now, they're in rebuild mode, and they give the one black man that gets a full-time job um, as a head coach, besides Mike Tomlin that's already in Pittsburgh doing a hell of a job, no winning season in 15 years. Um, at the end of the day, Levy Smith, is he really going to last? Is they just fired a black head coach to hire another black coach. I don't understand what they're doing over there, but I don't know. It's just kind of weird, and... um. You know, what do y'all, what do my listeners think about this? Y'all know y'all can always hit me up um, on my, on my, on my, email, on my website, lowercase of the sports, WBI.com. Hit me up and let me know what y'all think about this, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll be on Instagram live, you already know, um, for the Super Bowl. 
So I'm gonna have a show for the Super Bowl. I'm gonna let y'all know what's happening. And um I'm gonna preview it before I put it on. I'm gonna let y'all know I'm going for the Bengals. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be quiet about it. I'm not gonna be hiding behind the counters and you know what I mean and and hiding behind the Swiss cheese like a rat. I'm gonna let y'all know what's going on. It's, that's what's going on in the front. You know what I mean? I'm going for the Bengals. And I'm gonna let y'all know that's what's gonna be upset of the uh, upset of the year. And um, over the Rams, I know the Rams got a good defense, but I'm going for the Bengals, man. Joe Burrow, man. Joe Burrow going to bring it through. Joe Burrow's not going to stink. Joe Burrow's not going to choke. I think Mike Stafford, Matthew Stafford might choke. Seriously. But he don't choke. It's going to be, once they pick him, I don't know. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough game. And uh, we're going to get into that Super Bowl talk. But let's get back to this um, former, I got some news for y'all. This is crazy. Former PGA Tour player Mark Lyle out as Series XM host due to WNBA comments. So he says that the WNBA and he's a former golf player that's commenting on the WNBA talking about he wouldn't watch the WNBA for shit. It's trash. Then he backtracked and said, well, I do talk about professional golf for men, but the LPGA women players are great. So I don't understand how he's talking about the WNBA, but he's advocating for the LPGA, which is the Women's Golf Association. So I'm trying to figure out why he say that about the women He'll shoot himself in the head before he watches WNBA players. That sounds kind of racist to me because half of the people in the circuit of the LPGA are not women of color, have not broken the barrier in golf yet. There's a lot of um, Japanese and um, Caucasian players and European players in the LPGAs. You know what I'm saying? So they, a woman of color has not broken a barrier like tennis. The Williams sisters. You know what I'm saying? If you ever seen that, go check out that that movie. It was great. You know what I'm saying? Serena King David. It was a beautiful movie. Um, you know. But anyway, women of color. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what that's what it is, man. It's an excellent movie. Anyway, you know, this guy talked this shit, and now he's out for his comments. And it is what it is, man. Keep your mouth shut, man. You sound a little sketchy right there, bro. You sound a little racist, my man. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to bring my show to a racist content situation. We just have to talk about the news and get it out the way. But this is what's going on out in the sports world because I'm going to give y'all real content. That's my motto. I'm going to give y'all real content. I'm going to give you the real sports content. It's supposed to be out. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the real sports content. It's not going to be controversial. It's not going to be argumentative. It's going to be what it is moving forward. You know what I'm saying? And I definitely respect everybody's opinion. You know what I'm saying? When I speak, I'm not going to speak too controversial, but I'm definitely going to give a certain perspective on what I say and how I understand how things might be. And there's always going to be somebody out there like there is every day. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, the crazy thing is, when I start getting paid, like, real money for this, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to be able to give me, they're not even going to get my opinion right now. So, everybody's outside getting free game from Sports UBI. 
know what I'm saying? So y'all got to understand what I'm saying. When I say something, there's always going to be somebody in the background or maybe in the front that's going to say, nah, nah, you're not right, you're wrong. And I'm going to ask them why you think that I'm wrong because they want to argue with me because they know I know my shit. So they want to go head up with the guy. But let's believe sooner down the line, in a couple of months or whatever, you know, however it goes, however God brings this, you know, brings this, every, this bring, brings my dream full circle, my, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's going to be, I'm not going to be able to speak to you the same because I get paid now, so we're not going to argue in the street no more. So they better get the best out of me now, <laughs> like they always do. I got Cincinnati. All right, let's, let's, let's continue on. So the hell with that guy, man, the tour of Mark Lyle. He's out. Uh, he's just talking a whole bunch of shit. Stop hating on the WNBA, brother. Really watch a game. Go to a game. Watch it on TV. You don't like it. Like, what are you talking about? WNBA is dope. So police report here. Video evidence supports allegations against New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara punching a man eight times in the face. Kamara associates, associates proceeded to stomp on him, the man, after Kamara punched him seven times, several more times on the ground in Las Vegas Casino Saturday morning. So Alvin Kamara was outside. He plays for New Orleans Saints running back. He's one of like the, probably the best player on the team. He's out in Vegas where shit happens. He's as he he gets caught up. He ends up hitting somebody eight times, and then his entourage stomped him all on videotape. Because you know there's, there's video everywhere. So now Alvin's in trouble. They let him play the Pro Bowl on Sunday, which was a touch football game. It was trash, but they get a check for it though. Still, right? So, but he did this the night before he played. But they still let him play, and then the police came to the stadium after he finished playing when he was walking out the tunnel to arrest his ass. Old dumbass. Now, where's the entourage at now? That's what I'm saying. So, you are only on tape. The entourage guys is on tape. So, all y'all going to get in trouble, and guess who's going to front the bill? Alvin Kamara. He's going to front the bill for everybody's fucking transgressions because his crew decided to beat a man up because he said something to Alvin, and Alvin, they let Alvin punch him in the face and tell him, tell him to step back. Don't let's handle this another way. You know what I'm saying? Now, if the guns came out, it would have been different. You know what I'm saying? But you don't punch somebody, now you, now, now you got to go to court. Come on, man. Oh, no. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't cram to understand this. People that's in those positions, you would say the normal working man or blue-collar motherfucker or however, hustler, whatever, you ain't no athlete unless you out there doing music, getting bread like these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? When you be outside doing some shit like that, but when you got that bread, all of that shit go out the window. That's what motherfuckers don't understand. Oh, if I had that much money, I'd be in the house, man. I don't need to go outside and get in no trouble. Yeah, all right. You might think you don't want to go outside, but you might want to go outside that one night. You have to go outside because you can't stay inside all the time. And when you go outside, you're outside. You know what I'm saying? You got your bread. You know what I'm saying? You do. Chilling. Got your entourage. You good. You in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? You good. Somebody violate. They got beat up. Now that's what happened. So Alvin Kamara, please get up out of that, man. And make better decisions when you outside, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I know how it feels, man. I don't know how it, I feel, know how it feels to a certain limit, but I really want to know how it feels. To get that bag, you know what I'm saying, and that's what we all striving for for that bag, man. So don't ever get it twisted, man. That's what that's what this shit's about. 
um, they talking about, oh, you'll be unhappy. I heard some shit they said, uh, I don't know, some shit that I seen on Instagram. It was like, uh, a lot of people say you ain't happy without money or some shit. Like, all right, you're unhappy if you have money. Yeah, right. You motherfuckers ain't got no fucking money. So if you have some money, you're supposed to be, you're going to be happy because you'll be able to do more shit. So I'd rather be miserable with a lot of money, as they say, which is bullshit to me. I never believed that. I thought people was in the pits when they ain't got shit. Now, if you got shit and you want, you get more shit and you get rich, then you're going to be feeling good. I don't ain't going to feel bad. I ain't got no friends. You ain't supposed to have no friends. What's all you going to do is try to take your fucking money. If they know you got it. <laughs> anyway, you listen to Sports with B.I., it's almost on the half hour, you know what I mean. So that's a little news and notes uh, for the for the for, for, for you know for the week. You know we got a little bit more going on here. You know we'll, we'll get into a lot of other shit. You know what I mean. The page one is done. Let me make sure page one is out of here. You know what I mean. Thank y'all for listening to the show. I appreciate y'all, man. I seen a little thing NFL note I have for Eric Dickerson. He has a book out called Watch Me Smoke. The Eric Dickerson story. It's a new book. If y'all know Eric Dickerson, he played for the Los Angeles Rams back in the day when they was in the Los Angeles Rams before they went to St. Louis and then they came back to Los Angeles to play in the Super Bowl this week. But before that, Eric Dickerson was the man. Before he went to the Colts, to Indianapolis Colts, right? And then they traded him to Indianapolis he was in Indianapolis. He was on the Rams first, and he went to Indianapolis, and it was over. You know what I'm saying? But um, it was a good, it was a good career for Eric Dickerson. You know what I mean? He got a book out, and he said the Rams is gonna win because of Matthew Stafford and the guys on defense, um, Ramsey, um, Vaughn Miller, and you know the big man in the middle, Donald. And they got a whole set of receivers and wide receivers and all this shit. And the Bengals got Joe Burrow. And it's and you know, and the, and the Super Bowl is here, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Sports with B.I. on the Block on the Fire Radio. You know what I mean? Real sports content, man. And the, the Super Bowl is here, the last game of the NFL season. Man, it's depressing. The last game of the NFL season. Well, Matthew, let me ask some. Let me ask some listeners a question. Will Matthew Stafford's season be a failure if the Rams lost? Hell yeah, it would be a failure. I can tell you that off the top. You know what I mean? Then we got Joe Burrow versus Matthew Stafford. We got Joe Burrow versus the Rams defense. Damn, what's gonna happen? Is Joe Burrow gonna be? Is Joe Burrow going to be able to pull out the magic tricks out of his feet, scrambling? <coughs> Excuse me. I think that Joe Burrow needs to get the ball out fast and efficient. Use the tight end. If that tight end's leg ain't right, he pulled the brace off during the rally last night. I don't know if his leg is right. You know what I'm saying? But... They need to bring back the gods of Husman Zada and Ocho Cinco. Bring back the gods of them. Just sprinkle a little bit of that over them, over them wide receivers. And they're going to beat the Rams. 
Jalen Ramsey called out Jamar Chase. You know Jamar Chase is a dog. You know Joe Burrow's a dog. You know Joe Mixon the dogs. I know everybody got the fucking Rams defense. I understand that the Rams defense is sufficient. They are accurate. They have the back Ramsey. They got everybody out there. Motherfucker, they got Weddle back. Safety. They doing their thing, man. Tyler Higby might play for tight end. Odell Beckham. We're going to get into Odell, too, for a little bit. I got a little bone to pick with you, Odell. I love you, but I'm going to pick a bone with your light-skinned ass. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, it's Burrow versus that Rams defense. As long as they keep Burrow up for at least three seconds, Burrow going to kill him with short pass, and they, that offensive line got to play their heart out. Don't worry about the protections. Joe going to get it out. Just do a little bit of running paths so Mason can get a little started, get started a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? And they're gonna be all right. The Bengals gonna win the game. Watch. And they're gonna get a kick. They're gonna definitely pick Stafford up because he's gonna be pressing, especially if they score first. If the Bengals score first, this game is gonna be it's gonna be something. Watch. I'm predicting it right now, man. And I'm taking bets too. Not too many bets. I'm only gonna bet my people. I'm not gonna bet it in Tom, Dick, and Harry. I'm gonna bet like two, you know, my my people. I know that's gonna pay me. Not nobody, not no Joe Smo that I don't know. No Joe Smo. You know what I'm saying? But is Jalen Ramsey making a big a mistake by calling out Demar Chase? I don't know, man. You know the Bengals being overlooked. Yes, they are. <sighs> Let me tell you something. Everybody in their mother got the Rams. But I don't. I'm going for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I hope by I stand next week, when I come back to y'all next week, I should be correct and I should be staying correct. And it'll give you more confidence into my picks and why I make these picks. I told you why the Bengals going to win the game. Not going to tell you why the Rams can win the game. The Rams can also win the game. With the offensive line. If the offensive line dominates, it's going to be once again, it's going to go down to the trenches. And this happens every game. But nobody realizes it because they always like the highlights of the passing, the running of the touchdowns with the, the skinny guys, always running and jumping and dancing and stuff. But it never comes down to that. It really comes down to the fat guys in the middle of the trenches. The offensive line versus the defensive line. So if Cam Akers could actually run on Cincinnati, Matthew Stafford, could run his play action, could run his passing arsenal. While, you know what I'm saying, the boy, you know, Sean McVay, head, all Los Angeles Rams head coach Sean McVay, a.k.a. Boy Wonder. If they, the Rams, a.k.a. you know, Boy Wonder and the Rams, if they can run a sufficient offense that has Cam Akers getting at least four yards to carry, against the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals mm -hmm. defense, they could be effective. Even if they take out the best wide receiver in the game, Cooper Cup. Odell Beckham will be have, have, have to be the man. We'll see if they could do something with that. But I'm going to tell you, don't sleep on Cincinnati's defense. I know they played over their head. But they here, but they 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 here for the play. Okay, mm 
Yo, they beat Patrick Mahomes, man. So that changes the whole game, man. They beat Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, you know, you can say what you want to say. They intercept Patrick Mahomes. They beat the, they beat the Chiefs on their fucking field. All right, that's all I got to say. You know, like I said, the Rams head coach Sean McVay, a.k.a. Boy Wonder versus his protege off, off, the, off the Sean McVay coaching tree, Zach Taylor, was the offensive coach of the Rams. So he knows the Rams' offense because he was he was under McVay, and then he took Cincinnati's job. Now he's in the Super Bowl against his understudy McVay, so he knows McVay's shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Zach Taylor, the head coach, and this is a jewel that nobody understands because nobody fucking knows because they don't do their homework. Zach Taylor was Sean McVay's assistant coach. When he had, when he went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots, when he had um, before Stafford, you understand what I'm saying? Right. When he first moved to LA. Yeah. So Zach knows his offense. I'm trying to tell you, he knows the certain shit that they do, and now he can understand when he reads when he looks at their tape. Zach Taylor, Cincinnati's head coach, is going to look at that tape. He's going to see certain shit that he know that Sean likes to run. He knows his shit because he called his shit. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's what Cincinnati got the off. That's what Cincinnati got the advantage because he's not going there blind, not knowing. The offense that the Rams trying to run, especially with the tape they have, plus he was right underneath him and he was inventing this shit. I'm trying to tell you. And you watch what happened. A lot of these people that I speak to don't listen to my show. So they will never get this 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 top secret advice that I'm giving to my, my listeners right now. I'm saying that I'm really being genuine right now. I know what I'm talking about, and this is why I know. This is one of the factors of me. I'm giving you a factor why I know that Cincinnati's going to win this game. Let's come down to coaching staffs. Right. Yes, the players have to play the game. But the coaching staffs are an intricate part of the situation. Because the coaching staffs put in the play for the players to put the play in to play. So if the pay if they play ain't right, they have to make adjustments. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if they play is right, they can just continue on with their play. And they have to see new shit. Maybe there's some shit that they ain't never seen, but they adjust to it. But like they always say, an old dog don't a, a new a new dog don't or old dog don't know new tricks or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? They oh they always revert back to what they know. Put it like that. When the person's desperate, they always revert back to what they know because that's what they know unless they know how to do something else. But then you don't even call them desperate. You just call them changing the way they think. Nobody never wants to be desperate. But at this point in time, I have a lot of people that think that I'm going to lose. 
So they want to bet me. And I'm going to clean the house. I'm going to clean up the house. I should have bet Kansas City. I'm going to clean them up. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to lose this opportunity. You know, the Bengals, and the Bengals being overlooked, yes, they're being overlooked. Super Bowl is here, y'all. LVI. The Rams versus the Bengals, Sunday, 6.30 Eastern at SoFi Stadium in Englewood, Florida. Englewood, California. All right? Be there, be square. Be there, be square, y'all. New Orleans hired Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator, as a, as New Orleans head coach. And the Texans hired Levy Smith, whatever. Dennis Allen and then the San Francisco hired somebody. You know, and um, San Fran, no, matter of fact, Miami hired San Fran's offensive coordinator. That was upstairs. So they, you know, they hired the young kid. You know, that's what it was. And that's what it is, man. Tom Brady is considering coming out of retirement? Hell no. He just told the world that he was going to stay, he was going to retire and him and his and him and his wife was gonna be good, and he had to take care of his kids. And then you think his wife is gonna turn around after he said he's retiring? You think his wife is gonna say, "Oh, baby," after three days? He's gonna say, "You know, but baby, I think I want to play again. Um, I think I'm gonna get that itch a little bit." But uh, you know, Tom got something up his sleeve. You know, his comments was, you know. Kind of sketchy. So do I think he's going to retire? Nah, probably not. I mean, is he, I think he's going to retire. I think he's not going to unretire. I think he's going to retire. I think I think he's not going to retire. I think that I think he's going to retire, and he's going to listen to his wife because he got to stay home with his family because that's what he said. And, you know, once you say something, you can't take it back. You know, you spent all your time in the game. Countless, countless trips, countless airplane rides, all that. It's time to sit down somewhere. So I think Tom going to sit down. And he going to give his wife and his family his wishes. He going to sit down. So he said that he going to, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But he, he just saying that. Because he got TB12 brand. He got Brandon to do. You know what I'm saying? He got to put his name. His name is out there already. He got to make it more out there now. You know what I'm saying? So he going to do everything to brand himself, which is a perfect move to tell the people that he don't know what he's going to do. He just saying that to keep the people intrigued so he can make money off his other other branches of business that he has. Which that's what the businessman's supposed to do. Keep the people intrigued and not let them go to bed on yourself. Don't never let nobody go to bed on you because that means he stopped thinking about you. So you always gotta keep yourself relevant. So that's what that's what he's doing. That that's his that's just a token of business. Keep yourself relevant. And then, and then find ways to monetize and then find ways to make money like I'm trying to do right now. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's what it is. So Tom Brady is going, he, he's done. So he can step back. He can take a step back. 
He's done. We're not gonna, we're not gonna time Brady everybody out right now. But you know, as we continue on, I appreciate everybody listening to the show with Sports with Bi. You know, all my European, all my overseas listeners, I appreciate y'all listening to Sports with Bi. My two o'clock European listeners, thank you. My eight to nine listeners, I appreciate y'all as well. Both time slots are unlocked. You already know we here, and we're gonna give you the best sports content. Westchester County and beyond, New York State and beyond, wherever it is beyond. That's what we doing right now, you heard? Let's get into a little bit of this, uh, what do you want to call it here? What do you want to call it here? Uh, NBA News and Notes. NBA News and Notes, ladies and gentlemen. Thank y'all for listening. Now here we go. What y'all think about this? <laughs> As we transition over to the NBA, segment number three, we're ending the show with the NBA, of course. And we got some big punt coming at y'all to end the show. You already know. Recipes, big punt. But um, you listen to the Sports with BI podcast on the Block on the Five Radio. Real sports content. Website, Sports with BI. Lowercase letter sports wbi.com. That's who I am. Check me out. You already know. As we continue on, we got some trade headline news. Wojo says, NBA insider, the New Orleans Saints pick up CJ McCullough for, and Larry Nance and Tony Snell. And the Blazers received Josh Hart, Thomas Satoskowski, Nikolai Walker-Alexander, and Didi Lozara in the 2022 protected first-round pick. So that means that's, that, that, that McCullough and Larry Nancy Snell, you know, McCullough's on the Pelicans, basically. So we'll see. He ain't going to stay there, though. I don't know what's going to happen with that. They're going to have to give him a whole bag. But the shocking one is more is the Kings sent the second yard, second year guard Tyrese Halliburton to Indiana for Pacers all-star Demonis Salabonis. Tyrese, the King, a number 12 pick of the 2020 draft, finished third in the Rookie of the Year voting last season. He's 21 years old. And also going over to over to Indiana is Buddy Hill and Tristan Thompson. Indiana gets Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, Justin Holiday in the 2027 second pick. What do y'all think about that? From what my insiders is telling me, when they was calling me when I was at work today, they were telling me that the Knicks didn't have enough for the Sacramento Kings to trade Halliburton over to the Knicks. Because the Knicks, because because the Sacramento Kings won the RJ Barrett, and the Knicks said, No, that's our guy. And he's they didn't want Randall. They didn't want um 
They didn't want the manual quickly as well. And of course, they're not going to take Obi Toppin because Obi Toppin was our pick. We picked Obi Toppin over Halliburton. Well, Halliburton and Fox didn't get along in that backcourt of Sacramento, so one of them had to go. So since the investment was in Fox, Halliburton's contract was more suitable for him to get traded. And he's a hell of a talent. I wish the Knicks took Halliburton for, for, for Julius Randle and Emmanuel quickly. I would definitely would have took that trade or maybe Alec Burke instead of Emmanuel quickly. You know what I'm saying? So Obi and Emmanuel could, st uh, I mean, could still play together. But they, they, they linked up at the hit because they, they came in the game at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So that's the trades. And the, the, the trade deadline is today, Thursday at 3 o'clock. So it's today at 3 o'clock, everybody. 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time is when the trade deadline is over. So there will going to be a lot of action today before the trade deadline ends. Just to let y'all know. And what about Stephen Nay? Talking about Kevin Durant, call and tell, call Katie, call him out on Twitter because because Stephen A. said that Kevin Durant, he, he's the best when he's healthy, and LeBron is too. He won, but at the end of the day, do he feel some type of way? Because his boy Kyrie did not want to play, don't want to get the vaccine. And James Harden is all up in the trade talks right now as well. All up in the trade talks right now. You know, the trade talks are involving Ben Simmons and James. Would you trade Ben Simmons for James Harden? That's the answer for all the New Yorkers out in Brooklyn right now. Listen, I ain't going to lie. Ha <laughs> Now, I'll be a liar if I... I ain't going to lie to y'all. The Knicks ain't shit. As much as the dream season we had last year turned into a total disaster this year, and Julius Randle's a crybaby. He's yelling at the cameraman on the sideline versus L.A., screaming at, you know, the coaches, and he's just a rebellious motherfucker, and he got his money, and he want to act like a little bitch, which is fine. I love Julius, and I want him to get out of stupor and play ball and use all that negative energy towards busting these motherfuckers' ass on the court. Because that's what he needs to do. Now, you know, ask me to get into my next rant, and I don't mind doing that for y'all right now. Because you know I'm mad. And I'm just about sitting about it and fed up with this shit. And I'm tired of people telling me that the Knicks suck. You ain't got to tell me about my motherfucking team. I go to see him in person. I don't need you to tell me how I feel. I don't need to tell you how I feel. All right? And I'm tired of people coming up to me telling me that the Knicks ain't bad. I know they bad. You ain't got to tell me that. Hopefully D-Rose come back and we'll figure this 
thing out here, man. I don't, we need to make a trade or something because it ain't working for us right now. It looks bad. We look better than we ever did, and that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? It was a dream season last year, man. We was in euphoria, man. It was COVID. Everybody was sick. And it was all messed up, man. Now, you know, it's even more messed up. So we had fun last year, so we don't know what's going to happen this year. If we even make the playing game, we'll find out what happens. Are the Nets ready to trade Simmons for James Harden? I wish they would because James Harden is a shell of himself. He ain't the Houston James Harden no more. He gained a little bit of pounds. He said he don't like Brooklyn. He don't like New York, Brooklyn, New York, whatever the case may be. He asked to come over here. Kyrie didn't hold his end of the deal because he didn't want to get vaxxed. This is where we at. Durant got the got he got the injury. They won. They lost nine in a row. I don't know what's going on. They ain't nobody in the Knicks. So we'll see what happens when they play each other. It's going to be the shit bowl, but that's what it's going to be. And then we'll see what happens after that. The toilet bowl, they call it. But uh, we'll see. You know, like Julius had the meltdown, and the Nets are definitely not the, the definitely not the, the favorite to win the East no more. It's the wrap for that. You can kiss that. You can kiss that baby goodbye. Kiss that baby goodbye, man. You know, we tried it. We tried around here, and we're gonna give y'all the best. Sports con sports content, the real sports content on Sports with BI. And we're gonna we're gonna give y'all right now the Sports with BI power rankings, week 17. At number one, we got the Phoenix Suns at 42 and 10. Me and wifey's with the see Phoenix Suns. They look good against the Knicks. Number two, the Golden State Warriors, 40 and 13. Andrew Wiggins is an all-star. Number three, we got the Minnesota Grizzly. I mean the Memphis Grizzlies had 37-18. John Morant, the top five point guard right now, and he's an all-star. At number four, we got the Miami Heat looking good, 34-20. At number five, we got the Milwaukee Bucks at 34-21. At number six, we got the Chicago Bulls at 33-20. At number seven, we got the Philadelphia 76ers at 32-21. Then we got the Cleveland Cavs looking serious, looking like the New York Knicks of last year. At number 8, 33-21. The Mavs at third, number 9, 31-23. At number 10, the Utah Jazz, 32-21. We got the number 11, the Denver Nuggets, 29-24. And then Brooklyn Nets, number 12, 29-24. Then we're going to skip everybody else, the Los Angeles Clippers and the Los Angeles Lakers and the Utah Jazz and this one and that one. And we're going to go to my straight to my New York Bum Knicks, 21 at 24 and 29. RJ is a great leader. He's the leader of the team now. Randall's a hothead. He got to stay composed. He got to play under control, and that's how the Knicks going to win games. I love y'all out there. It's sports with B.I. Of course, we're going to leave y'all with some big pun, some yeah, baby. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just going to let y'all know that I love y'all out there, and I appreciate y'all listening to the show, man. What would I do without y'all? Y'all everything to me. Let this much y'all to know that. And I just want to say, Recipes, big pun. Thank you for all my lessons. You can check me out, Sports with BI. 
website, located at the sportswbi.com. Check me out on Instagram, sportswbi. Check me out on Facebook, BI Wells, Brett Wells, and check me out on Spotify. My audio on sportswbi on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. You already know. Love it out there, man. <laughs> Do you see me now? You remember me, the guy from the back of the class that used to wear the glasses, the one you used to laugh at? Laugh at, laugh at. <laughs> Look at me now, brother. <laughs> Do you like fruit? Well, I'm chewing your girl's nipples. How do you like the apples, asshole? I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing at you now. You told me I was ugly. I was scared to crack a smile. Ha! 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 I'm laughing at you now. Ha, 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 ha. I'm laughing at you. 600 bills, 20 inch house on the hill, hit a mask in. What should be I, yo? Let's go, baby. Big pun, let's go. Thank y'all for listening, baby. there baby you can catch me in the cherry red 150 Ooh. got the grizzly locked in the stizzy pop the clizzy doing 60 down a one wizzy drunk pissy trying to cruise through the avenue while my people's are popping bottles up as soon as my neighbors walk that spun the gooey lost the hubcap was back to the shack came back and I watched that from Paris Ooh. taking Debbie's baby baby cabbage very yellow snacks hot bird cherry radish fish out the dealer yeah. got the check for the squealers where I've See y'all next week. Love y'all out there, man. Sports will be I. Sports will be I, man. Block 105 Radio. You already know. Let's go. See y'all next week. Love y'all. Almost came home with the Grammy. Next year, bring it home three for the family. Watch me. You can catch a live on Hitachi. Popping shit like a Nazi. Iced out like a Dipiazzi. Fuck that. Liberace. Somebody stop it for that.
all my niggas at Uptown, Uptown You know you're feeling that cash room Hardcore, you can dance to That old nigga, give me one more chance Take a glance and I'm off with yours With both hands and off my drawers And drink me like the saucer wards I love hip-hop, I ain't even probably the best There is since alive, tell us what Nigga, stop sleeping What's your name once again? And I know you from where? Next week, love y'all out there. Peace.